Hi, I'm your host, Megan Whiteside. I'm a lawyer and a mom, and I know how trying to balance the two can leave you feeling depleted and stuck. Are you ready to reframe your mindset, own your power, and set yourself up for success? You're listening to the Mom Life & Law Podcast. Lawyer moms, welcome to the very first episode of Mom, Life, and Law. I'm your host, Megan Whiteside, and I am so glad you're here. Let me start off by saying I am scared as hell right now. This is way outside my comfort zone. And actually, as I sit down here to record this, I'm kind of thinking to myself, why did I think to do this? Why am I putting myself so outside my comfort zone? But I know that this is, I'm on a mission, right? I like to say I'm a lawyer mom on a mission. I have had so many amazing lawyer moms help me in my life and so many amazing women help me in my life. Uh, And I've been on a little bit of a journey that I'm going to share with you. And I'm on a mission to help you. I'm on a mission to help lawyer moms thrive. And I think we can. Uh, We face a lot in our lives, a lot of responsibilities. Our time is really spent on everyone but ourselves, usually. Uh, At least it was for me for a long time. So I'm on a mission to help you uh, and to bring a little bit of joy, a little bit of lightness, a little bit of fun, and a little bit of helpful information each week uh, so that you can really get some self-care for the soul, I like to say. So I'm going to feel the fear and do it anyway. Let's go. Uh, So you're probably wondering a little bit about me. I am mom to two toddler boys who are almost two and almost four, Andrew and Thomas. Um, They are amazingly curious and smart and growing like weeds. Uh, My husband and I are tall and our boys are no exception. I I keep having to buy new clothes, Uh, but it is amazing. Being a mom is the most special job I've ever had. Don't get me wrong. It can be hard. It certainly can be exhausting, but I wouldn't change it for a minute. So uh, both of their birthdays are coming up soon. It's just, it's a great time uh, in their lives. Toddlerhood is, is such a time of exploration and learning and they're putting new concepts together. Uh, and at least for me, you know, the good outweighs the bad. Um, there are big emotions and there, there can be, you know, difficult times, but really being mom to toddler boys is fun. Um, I am married to my husband. James is my best friend. I just feel so grateful and lucky to have an amazing partner. We heard a lot about RVG's Marty recently and how he was a true partner and prioritized her career like his own. And I've got a Marty. I got to tell you, I don't know how I got so lucky. Um, James really encourages me and motivates me and supports me in my career and in this crazy podcast endeavor. Uh, And he's a lot of fun. You'll hear about him throughout this journey, but really lucky to have a true partner and spouse. And I'm a lawyer. I am a litigator in Washington, D.C. and Maryland. I represent injured people, and it is an honor to be able to tell their stories and to fight for justice for what was taken from them. Um, And 
so I spend my days uh, working in litigation, telling their stories. I have the privilege of getting to try cases and, and get in front of juries. It's been hard during COVID. Um, the courts were closed for a long time. And now that they're reopening, there's a backlog of a lot of cases. I don't know exactly when I'm going to get into the courtroom again. But as of now, early 2021, likely. But yeah, I'm a trial lawyer and I love it. It just, it fuels me. When I am in the courtroom, I feel the most myself, you know, in terms of my, my professional capacity. I love the energy of it. I love the competitiveness of trial. I love the anticipation and the adrenaline. And, you know, at the end of the day, it is an honor to be able to tell somebody's story and try to convey uh, what is important to them. So for that, I, I feel very grateful. So I'm a busy mom. I'm a busy lawyer mom. And I have been on quite a journey the past almost four years of motherhood. Uh, you know, life doesn't come with a manual and motherhood certainly doesn't come with a manual. And what I have observed and what I have experienced in motherhood, I see common themes and common experiences among all lawyer moms. We juggle a lot in our profession. You know, we, we already work harder than a lot of our peers, you know, before motherhood, right? As women lawyers in a male dominated field, we, we work to conform to expectations that really are male. And at least in litigation and in the, the niche practice that I was in early in my career and now as a, a plaintiff's lawyer, you know, I walk into bar association events and it's mostly men. When you look at law firms and law firm ownership, partnership, um, leadership, it's mostly men. And so, at least in my experience in the in the legal industry, we as women lawyers are often working harder um, and and trying to meet expectations that are maybe put on us in a little bit of a different way than our male counterparts. And then enter motherhood. And we don't necessarily have uh, parental leave policies that are helpful at our workplaces. We try to come back to work. And those of us who nurse, right, which fed is best, right? If you give your baby formula or you nurse and pump, more power to you moms. We are doing our best, right? But my experience as a nursing mom, uh, there wasn't always a place for me to pump um, and uh, there wasn't always built-in time for me to pump, especially in litigation. I, I went, After my first son was born, Thomas, I went back to work uh, after 12 weeks of maternity leave. And I had a trial about two weeks after coming back, which was nuts. Let me just tell you. But you don't know what you're getting into when you're a first-time mom. And I had to pump in the courthouse bathroom. Talk about gross, right? I had to go into a stall... <laughs> and pump because there was no other place for me. And it's grueling as a lawyer mom, especially with little ones, especially the first time around. And you'll kind of hear as, as we go through this podcast journey and I interview different guests, different topics will come up. And I promise to share my real authentic 
stories and experiences because what I needed and what saved me from just despair in early motherhood were the stories of other lawyer moms. I am and will be eternally grateful to these lawyer moms who supported me, who lifted my spirits, who gave me advice, who commiserated, right? And my goal with this podcast is it's it's not just the early motherhood struggles. It's all throughout, right? As women lawyers, as lawyer moms, we are expected to lawyer as if we have no children, but then we're expected to mother, to parent as if we have no job. We're held to impossible standards and expectations and those weigh on us. So if with this podcast, if I can just reach out to one lawyer mom, if I can touch one life and help one mom feel like she's not alone the way the lawyer moms in my life did for me in early motherhood, that's my mission. That would be mission accomplished, right? You are not alone. And I think there is a way that we just get by and survive as lawyer moms, but there's a better way. There's a way to thrive. Uh, And those of you who are in the midst of pandemic distance learning with busy practices, trying to work from home, school from home, mother from home, you're probably getting no time to yourself because the family is all home. You are in the thick of it. And all of us are at a different place right now with whether we're working from home, whether our kids are in care, whether we have care in the home or help from family or or whatever. We're all in different circumstances, but the one common thread, I think, for lawyer moms is that we hold ourselves to these expectations that are impossible to meet. And so when I say, I think there's a better way Um, I want to share a little bit about my journey in motherhood with you, and I am going to make a promise to you. So I have to go back to Thomas's birth, right? My first. And when I think about my motherhood journey, I have a very vivid picture, picture in my mind. And actually I can feel that moment when the doctor put Thomas on my chest after he was born. And that eight pound, seven ounce baby felt a lot heavier than I expected him to. And in that moment, as I was sitting there with my brand new baby on my chest, I I felt the weight of it all. Now, don't get me wrong. I had an adrenaline rush and the elation and joy that you experience when you first become a mom. But if I really reflect on that moment, I felt overwhelmed. I felt overwhelmed with the expectations of everyone else because in that moment, it was almost as if all of the pressures I had put on myself for my whole adult life multiplied tenfold. There was something for me about becoming a mother where I felt the weight of the world on my shoulders. I now know that the story I had been telling myself my whole life, and this was even in childhood, right? If I I really reflect back, is that I was not good enough. 
at a fundamental level, I never felt worthy. And, you know, it's taken a bit of work to get to a point to even recognize that. But before I did, before I knew that was the story I was telling myself, that manifested in fear of failure, really harsh self-criticism of myself when I did quote unquote fail. Um, and I was really hard on myself in, in identifying those failures that maybe the people around me didn't see as failures. It manifested in perfectionism, right? It's a silly line from a movie. If you've seen Talladega Nights, I think it's a funny movie, but uh, the line is you're either first or you're last. And that it's that all or nothing thinking, either you're perfect or you're a failure. It's either the best or it's not worth doing that all or nothing thinking. I did that my whole life. And that's a horrible way to live and a horrible, just internal pressure to put on yourself. And for me, knowing that that's how I approached life before motherhood, boy, oh boy, adding that baby into the mix. And now what I know is undiagnosed postpartum anxiety. And, I, and I'll get into that, you know, and share my story as, as we go through this journey. But that was a heavy weight indeed. And it was tough, you know, and then two years later, having a second baby, Andrew is the perfect addition to our family. We call him our chill baby. He is just a joy, just the perfect addition. There's no other way to say it. He's just, he was a lovely, sweet little baby. And now as a toddler, he's just, he's just has an ease about him and a kindness about him. And, um, you know, adding the second baby, my husband and I are both working, we're doing our best, you know, watching my husband in his parenting journey. I mean, he's an amazing father. We have so much fun. Our boys adore him. Uh, but that story continued for me. You're not good enough. You're not doing enough for your boys. I felt awful and guilt ridden being a working mom. You know, my boys were spending more time with their daycare provider during the work week than with me. That felt crushing, right? That all or nothing thinking, that perfectionism, that unworthiness story would show up for me daily. And, you know, reflecting back, if you looked at my life on paper, it looked pretty damn perfect two adorable, healthy, growing boys, a loving husband who is pretty damn sexy, can I just say, uh, who's a loving partner, amazing friend, supportive of my career, a, you know, an involved parent, right? We don't have a primary parent in our house. We both do whatever needs to be done. And, you know, when he's busy and has to travel for work, when he did before COVID, I stepped up. When I was in trial and had to work early mornings, late nights, he stepped up, right? So amazing kids, amazing husband, beautiful roof over our head, not a care in the world. All of the, all of the necessities, you know, um, we, we didn't, stress financially. We, you know, I had an amazing career, have an amazing career, get to, to do what I love, be in the courtroom. I have a great extended family, colleagues, friends, people involved who are invested in my life. You know, you look at that on paper, what more could you want? But I reached a real low point 
as my baby was getting close to turning one at the end of 2019. And I couldn't figure it out. Why was I so miserable? Why couldn't I just be happy with what I had? But when you live your life for the expectations of everyone around you, you lose yourself. And I had lost myself. I was giving everything I had for everything everyone else needed and totally neglecting myself. And on top of all of that, hustling for my worth, trying to prove that I was good enough or worthy or not a failure every day. Talk about miserable. And then the baby turned one. I started 2020 and I just knew that I needed a change. I started reading all of the books, doing the personal work and personal development stuff. I started um, listening to podcasts uh, and, and some life coaches on podcasts who really did help. And I was making little progress, little by little, and then the pandemic hit. And we all have suffered in our own way in this time. Um, and March and April did not look good. I was afraid. I, you know, I thought I couldn't make a right decision everywhere I turned. I, I was struggling as I'm sure all of you were as well. And some of you still are. And there came a point in April where I started listening to the podcasts and attending a few webinars or events that were happening in April in the pandemic. And there are a few amazing women who you're going to get to meet through this podcast who helped me to see things clearly. For the first time, I identified that story I had been telling myself my whole life. For the first time, I realized that even though I was miserable, I was comfortable staying there because it wasn't scary. I wasn't putting myself out there to quote unquote fail. I wasn't putting myself out there to be vulnerable, to admit that I wasn't perfect and that I have faults. I wasn't putting myself out there to be rejected because that was something I was always afraid of. And that's no way to live. So I tapped into my bravery and took one step at a time to start to be vulnerable, to start to get uncomfortable, to start to do things that scared me. Because one thing that Real, the thing that really changed it all, right? So there were these amazing women who who helped me to kind of see the, these stories I was telling myself and and work on mindfulness practices. But the thing that clicked, right? There's always something that has to motivate you. You're going to stay stuck until you're motivated to get out of being stuck. And what did it for me was when someone said, "Do you want your boys to ever feel this way?" to ever feel unworthy 
or imperfect or afraid of failure. I never want my children to have to prove their worth. I want them to always feel worthy. And what was the true wake up call and the true motivator for me is that I realized I couldn't teach them to feel worthy until I learned how to do it for myself. I never want my boys to have to hustle for their worth, to have to validate themselves by any outward action. I want them to love themselves and have confidence to go out into the world and do amazing things with their strengths and their superpowers, whatever God-given gifts that they hold. So I had to start that work for me. And part of my journey has been surrounding myself with amazing women who are doing that too, who are perfectly imperfect, who are living in their strengths and they're doing just one small thing every day to get uncomfortable, but to do something that's going to help them thrive. And when you surround yourself with people like that, who love themselves and all their faults, it gives you a little bit of courage to do the same. So I'm a lawyer mom on a mission. I want you to help. I want to help you identify what those stories are that you're telling yourself. Maybe you've got the same story as me. You think you're not good enough. You think you're failing at it all. You can't meet any of the expectations that are put upon you by the world. Maybe you're telling yourself another story. But what I'm saying is that it gets to be better than that. You get to choose joy. You get to choose to thrive in the midst of the chaos. Right? As a lawyer mom, I don't believe that we are going to have work-life balance. I just don't believe that exists. I don't think there's some formula or some manual or some perfect way to calm the chaos and have balance. Balance doesn't exist. But even without balance, I think that we can thrive and find happiness when we simplify our lives and focus on what truly matters. So I'm launching this podcast to continue this journey myself, because I haven't perfected myself. Those stories still show up. You know, as I'm sitting here bearing my soul to strangers who may listen to this podcast, it's scary to be vulnerable. I still have the story that I'm worried it's not going to be perfect. But at least now I can recognize it and put it to the side and be brave anyway. And so this process might be messy, I'm still on this journey of learning to love myself and learning to thrive. And I'm asking you to join me, right? Jump on this train, join this journey. Let's find a way to do something small every day to have a joyful life because you deserve it. And so do I. So each week I'm going to be bringing you something of value so that you can take away just at least one small thing in your life to help you on that path to thriving. Um, and so most of them will be interviews with badass women, women who I love and admire. Um, and I just can't wait to share their stories because all of us have innate superpowers, right? Those strengths, those skills that we just are good at. They come easily to us. Everybody's got something uh, and we're all unique. 
So I think each person coming to share their story with you, to share their unique abilities, their superpowers, you're going to get some great ideas, something valuable to apply in your life. I think of it like self-care for the soul. And selfishly, I'm excited to learn from all these women because this is part of, of my journey um, to living a life uh, of happiness, of joy. So hold me accountable. Come on this journey with me. Engage. Just jump right in, moms. We deserve it. We deserve to thrive. And I really hope you'll join me for this journey. See you next week. Lawyer moms, we made it through another episode of the Mom Life and Law podcast. I'm so glad you're here. If today's episode resonated with you, I ask that you share it with another lawyer mom in your life. And if you haven't already done so, please leave a rating and review in your podcast app of choice. Until next week, remember, you are more than enough. You have a superpower that this world needs, and you are the perfect mother to your children, flaws and all. Take care.